Hello and welcome to another episode of the Classic Pinball Podcast. My name is George, and I'm here with the New England Leaf Peeper, Dr. Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello, George. Okay, folks, gotta come clean. You're probably wondering, as an old listener, when I mean an old listener, I mean somebody who's listened to us for a you know, a certain amount of time. And for you new listeners, just kind of hang in there. I'm going to pull back the curtain. You've heard me say that time and time again. Well, the last three shows we did were all recorded at the same time about six weeks ago. This is the first time that Dave and I have sat face-to-face in six weeks. And the reason we did all those recordings, and you probably heard little nuances throughout those three recordings, you know, us laughing or referring to other games. Well, Dave had all those games set up, and we took advantage of it. I had some surgery. I had a hip replaced. Things are great. Ready to go. I have listened to, I can't tell you how many podcasts. I have... Three pages worth of notes. So if Dave's ready to go, I'll get started. I've just been working my tail off here, George. The pinball business is keeps booming and uh, I get plenty of stories from the field. And But uh, we're going to go off your list since you are writing a whole bunch of, wow, what a bunch of scribbles there. But uh, it's a doctor's writing. You're a doctor as well, George, it looks like. Old news. So... Do you remember us having this conversation about Harry Williams and Sam Stern and that neither of us really had an idea of when Harry Williams owned or sold his company? Do you remember this conversation? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more to this story than I would have ever thought. Okay. You did some research. Good. I I did because I was curious. So Harry Williams founded his first company in 1933, Automatic Amusements, and he had a game called Advance. That sounds right. I remember that. Forward to 1944, and he founded a company after his namesake, Williams. Here's where the story gets good. Two years later, Sam Stern. Sam Stern. Sam Stern, yes. Buys 49% of Williams Manufacturing. Sam works for the company until 1959, along with Harry. I didn't go through all the games. You can look all that up. This is more about the business end. He arranges a buyout. And Harry forms a company called Southland Engineering and goes off on his own. And Sam sells it to a company called Consolidated Sunray. Two years later, 61, Williams becomes an independent operator. They become a separate company from Consolidated Sunray. Mm. In 1964, Seberg acquires Williams. Ah. So Harry Williams is long gone. But the part that I find intriguing with this story is Sam Stern. He's the business guy. He, he's not done. He left Williams in 1976 to start Stern Electronics. And who does he coax out of retirement? Because you knew this. Harry Harry Williams. Williams. Harry Williams 
was not involved in Williams since 1959. Things have changed. <laughs> I think the moral of the story is Sam Stern, sharp business guy. I guess there was remorse after he sold the company in 59. He felt bad because he made all the money. I don't think Harry made all that much money. Mm. So the Williams name was out there. Just Harry wasn't behind it. Did you know? I didn't know any of this. So, so actually, so who actually owned the Williams company, the Williams brand? Who owned that in the seventies? Then, saying Sam Stern, not Sam Stern. It says it was acquired in '64, and I'm guessing Seberg owned it up until I didn't copy that part down. They owned it up until sometime in the seventies. So the Williams name is actually his name, and they've it's been used all along. Right, but he was never a part of it. He sold the company. Wow. But Sam Stern was the guy behind it. Hmm. Kind of weird, huh? It's kind of weird. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's a little factoid. Nice well, factoid. I figured we'd clear that up because I didn't know anything about it. I'm guessing other people don't know it either. Just a guess. I did see something on YouTube that described, uh, you know, this begot, this begot, this kind of thing. Stern bought out Chicago Coin and, and other things. It was a nice little walk down memory lane or, or acquisition lane but uh yours was uh well done as well and a little different take on it which was uh oh it's just you i if i were to ask most pinball people they would say oh yeah harry williams owned the company right he didn't yeah it sounds like he did right. early on but he was he was not a young man either we talked about yeah. this i mean if he started his first company in 1933 and he didn't start working for stern until the mid 70s or late 70s he was not a young man. He was definitely into his late 60s, probably. So anyway, some I wanted to clear that up from uh, from past show. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. How sick are you hearing about James Bond? Uh, very, very, very sick. You have not heard, I think, every single podcaster other than us. I only have one question. We're not going to talk about it. I get a better name for it. We're not going to talk about the game. I get a better name. You can tune into every other podcast and hear everybody else's take on a game that they haven't played. I'm upset because this thing's not going to be made until December and there's a couple of shows that come before that expo mm. and the Houston show. Mm-hmm. Question is, they're going to have one there or not? I think they're going to rename this. It's going to be called James bomb. Has anybody said that yet? That's not what people are saying. <laughs> well, they're what... saying that everybody and their grandmother wants this game. I don't think so. Well, I don't want it. And I like James bond. Oh, like see, it. that was going to be my question. I thought you were going to get rid of your Rush game. and uh, Well, Rush game is on the chopping block because uh, i got to make well, you got no. Did you get any takers from our last? I got no emails. No, but I'm thinking of replacing it. You know what I'm going to put in there instead, George? No. i got to, I got to line a nice El Toro. It's going to look really good there instead of this uh, Rush game. We'll come to that. <laughs> okay, so, so here's my take on James Bond that nobody else has talked about. What's the next thing that you think of when you think of James Bond? Sean Connery. No, 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 no. I said other than James oh. Bond. Uh, Dr. Evil. Oh, God. No. no. Uh, How about Bond girls? Oh, yeah, them. Sure. Okay. Okay. Something. Can, co- you, re- something... can you remember 
Something galore. Other than the Something top. galore. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, that yeah. would be one. Pussy galore That's the is one. the one that most people know. I wonder why. They also remember Octopussy. Huh, I'm seeing a theme here, George. No, 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 no. We're going to jump away from that. So I found this website with all the names of all the Bond girls. Tiffany Case. Is that one? Yeah, it is one. Okay. I'll look that up. Holly Goodhead. That's one. (laughs) See, you do know. (laughs) Here's one. Strawberry Fields. Okay. That was a good one. All right. Is she redhead? Uh... (laughs) No, I don't. I bet she was. Where's the one? There's those two. Oh, this is the one I thought was great. Xenia on a top. Ah, yes. She's uh, kind of a psychotic girl that liked to cause pain. And she got off on it. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? You got any others that you can remember? Here's one. Thumper. Yeah, Thumper and Bambi. Is there, yes. There's a, like a recurring theme here, isn't there? There is kind of thing, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Money Penny. That's not. No, nah, no. Nah, Merry she's... Good Night. Mm. Uh, Kissy Suzuki. Jane Goodall. Oh, wait, no. She's with the. Oh, no. This is a great one. Chew Me. What was that one from? I don't remember that it's at a all. Paradoxical. Paradox. Paradox. Is she Asian? I would guess. <laughs> Probably one of the funniest names a person can have. Chew me. I like that one. That's becoming my favorite. Anyway, I think, is, is there any others here that stand out? No. Well, honey. You know, actually, Chew Oh, no, there is one. The first Bond girl. Well, Chew me had a brother. Uh, his name was Something Wong. Do you know that? At the, least you didn't use her first name and his last name. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah. So the first Bond girl, do you remember Ursula Andress? Yes. Under the mango tree. Do you know what her? Do you know what her? Uh, Doctor No. Do you know what her name was? Uh Honey Rider. Honey Rider. That's okay. a good one. Okay, it's it's tame. Okay, yeah. so a little bit different take yeah. on James Bond. You didn't hear this on any other. Sh- well, you did. Pussy galore. I, you know, everybody. Well, that's like, easy. It's, everybody just yeah, that's a cheap. That's low hanging fruit. That's a cheap one. That's but low, everybody loves saying it. It's low-hanging something. You're allowed to say it. Oh, Harry Williams, by the way. The flashback to that. So so, so Sam Stern felt guilty and said, Hey, so you can do... Uh, I'm going to have you do a lot of games for us, like uh, Galaxy, Flight 2000, Cheetah, Big Game, Ali, all those games. Free Fall. Right. What about them? Well... Williams did all those. Williams was a designer for all those Stern games, the no, classic I know. Sterns. So I, know. I think he probably felt maybe felt bad. Say, hey, come on in here and you can. Design oh, oh games. yeah, uh, that's definitely part of the story. You can go read it out on what Pinball News is that the name? Yeah, of it? there and I it's first fast and free or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's out there. If you really want to read more about it, we you know we don't do the deep dive. It's right. on Pinwiki. Uh, Pinball News was the other place where I found that. So but Harry, you know, Harry, like, Harry, what were you thinking with the game called Q in 1982? I don't know. It's it's different, but uh, yeah, we I, talked about yeah. that. Here's one from a while ago. We talked about Mandalorian, and remember I asked you that thing that hangs down in the middle of the game and I called it a scrotum. I think it's called a hang low. No, they no, actually not... somebody actually coined a phrase for that thing. Okay. Now, when I look at that, I think of driving in the south and I see a pickup truck 
and they have those. Oh, I've seen that testicles on the back or scrotum hanging down. Yeah. Well, Hot Nudge, the girls from Hot Nudge, are probably not allowed to call them girls. Whatever. The women from Hot Nudge, the hot babes from from Hot Nudge. You're right. The Hot Nudgers, the hotties. They came up with a name. They called it Truck Balls. Ah, that's kind of. Kind of crazy. Oh, no, no, no. That's the one I came up oh, okay. with. Okay, I was going to say. They call it truck nuts. Truck nuts sounds better. It sounds friendly. I was calling it truck balls. Yeah, truck, truck nuts. It, it's it's kind of, you're, you're, re- you're revealing too much. You, you know, the truck nuts sounds a little more uh, friendly. I'm just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is, this is a germ of an idea. And Not I a gem, but a germ. A germ okay. of an idea. Okay. You're, you'll understand in a minute. Okay. I was reading um, Boston.com, as I do most days. And I had this epiphany, and I think I might have mentioned it to you, that I want to start a segment helping people who are going to come to Pintastic in a little over a year. Kind of like a travel tips type thing. And I might not do it every show, but I'm going to try to impart some wisdom or some facts you know, just general information. Sure, sure. Okay? Yeah. So lo and behold, what do I see on Boston.com? Boston.com readers share their definition of mass hole. Okay. Now, before you start getting your pitchforks ready and, you know, lighting those uh, fire wands, Foders Travel hashed out the term meaning in a recent article. Are you planning a trip to Boston soon? Prepare to meet some mass holes. It's often used for aggressive or clueless drivers who cause many of transportation pains in the state. Now, I'll speak from experience. That's usually what I'm shouting when somebody cuts me off while I'm driving in and around Massachusetts. However, caution, folks. This is my travel tip. Only use that term in the confines of your own vehicle with the windows up. Mm. Do not come to Pentastic and mosey up to that person who's got that rather distinctive... What's the word I was looking for? Truck nuts? No. How the hell did you go there? No. No. They, ha- you know, they had that distinct voice. You know they're from Southie, right? Oh yeah. I advise you not to go up to that person no, and not. say, "Hey, masshole, how's it going?" Probably not a good idea. That is not a good idea. Now, Oxford Dictionary also had a definition, and we'll leave it at this. It's a term of contempt for a native or inhabitant of the state of Massachusetts. I happen to side with the first one more so than the second one. But as a Massachusetts resident, do you find the term endearing or do you want to knock somebody's block off? I knock their block off because I'm, I'm not a mass hole. <laughs> okay. There are some idiots who are mass holes, but not every Massachusetts guy is a mass hole. So, <laughs> so that's my travel tip. These will come. We have to come up with a, a name. The problem I, with all these things, it, it paints with a broad brush all the time. You know, but 
Maybe it's just saying the idiot part is a mess. How, how about, hey, folks, we have opinions. We're here to do entertainment. If I didn't do this stuff, you would shut it off and go listen to something else. Well, you know, so Massachusetts has the mass holes, right? But you could live in Portland, Oregon. And, oh, no. But the good thing about there, though, the local government has seen fit to finally cure their homeless problem they, by renaming it. It's now called Urban Camping. I've got lots of emails. Are it's they, been a month. Are they nice emails or are they... Constructive criticism emails, George? One was constructive criticism, um, and, and it's valid. And, and okay. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You know, it, it is what it is. I'm sorry. Um, we got an email, believe it or not, from a listener in Norway. All right. Was his name Fish Fingers? No. Oh, okay. I don't get this. His name is Bo Jimmy. He's a transplant. Here's what, I, here's what I got from Bo Jimmy. Bo Jimmy here. longtime listener. Really enjoy the show. I like that it is very different from most pinball podcasts. You betcha. In that you don't focus on all the news. Hey. Hey. Right. Only 90-something right. issues. You get come it. On, you get on. it, man. Cool. Also, the tech talk is very good. Think oh, about it. Thank you. Thank you. More of that, please. Keep it up, guys. Kiss your wives for me. I don't know if I know if did that work. I, don't know, I, I guess I guess that's a compliment, George. <laughs> a little horny, maybe. Right. Okay. Since I always listen using headphones, here it comes, Dave. Oh, yep, here it comes. I sometimes wish the audio levels could be a little bit more optimized. Mm. Greetings and salutations from Norway. Right, val- valid point. Valid. Fair enough, sir. Fair enough. Valid. Yep. Valid. Okay. We're working about, on it. How about um, Danzig? He's uh, commented before. He's the he's the guy with the. Uh, oh, help me! General, weak... generally. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. What's the name of the show? Dukes, Dukes of Hazard. There we go. And he's wearing Daisy and he Dukes. Made, and he made. And I wanted to point this out because I I replied without you knowing about it. He was talking about the Ninja Turtle repair you did with the Data East display. Oh, and yeah. saying, why didn't you use it? Yes. And I took liberties and said, because oh, the yeah. customer didn't want to spend the money. Right. But a good idea, and you knew all about it. Yeah. So I wanted to recognize that he had also chimed in. Cool. Uh, let's see. We already talked about Mr. Uh, Flipper Cooler. We don't have to talk about him again. Oh, David Golden. You know him. Oh, David Golden, yes. Yeah, so, he chi- so he chimed in. And he was talking about something that we ta- or I talked about a while ago. Um, the main silver, ball, main silver Ball Tavern up in... Banger? No. Portland? No, no, south of Portland. It doesn't matter. York? No. Somewhere. Doesn't okay. matter. Yep. Um, hi, George. I heard you reference the Pinball Pub in Maine on a couple of podcasts. It's worth a visit. My wife and I checked it out a couple of weeks ago, and it was a good time. There's a range of machines from a couple of EMs up to Rush. So there's something for everybody. You can bring in your own food, and it's a nice vibe. The principal guys are all collectors themselves, and the game's played well. So, shout out to the Maine Silver Bowl Tavern. Look it up online. I don't, all right. know. We'll, we'll check I don't that have out. that in front of me. 
Okay, then we come to uh, our Australian correspondent, Grant. Yes, hello, Grant. Hello, Grant. He sent us an email, which I will bring up. And it's titled, Alid. One out of the box, boys. Was this from the vault? Loved it. A machine that's always been in the background of my mind. Being a correspondent in Australia, I can say I do actually know a little bit about it. As mentioned... It was a machine that was built by Leisure and Allied importing kits from America, just as Cosmic Princess was. The American counterpart was Allied Leisure. So if you remember, Dave was a little confused as I was. They just reversed the name when they were doing distribution in Australia. Um, Leisure and Allied also delivered, I don't know if I told you this, Dave, distributed Hankin machines. Yes. Are you familiar with these? Empire Strikes Back. That's one. FJ, Dennis Lilly's How's That? What is that? No, there's a, there's a story with FJ. Uh, this guy had a really fight with a guy named Jay, so he says FJ, and he put it out there. It's kind of. But, but what's the Dennis Lilly's How's That? It's like, how's that? No. I don't know. No. Okay. I don't know. Just like That's kind of urban. Shark. <laughs> they also made a game, Shark. All right. I want to know who's naming these stupid games because they should be fired. Mr. Hankins. <laughs> Mr. Hanky. And several others, about seven or eight machines. All Australia-made games, including arcade machines, 78... What else? What else? Is there anything else here? Uh, he talks about Dave's five-incher. That's the bell that's in Ali. Um, Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> but I would... Nope, I can't even say that. Uh, and then Grant goes down memory lane saying, Hey, I didn't know they called them my local espresso bar or amusement parlor. So that would be called a coffee shop or an arcade here in America. You know what they say? They say at that place, the motto is... If your kid is left unintended, they will give him a cappuccino and a puppy. Who said that? That's their motto. They don't want the kids unintended. Who? That's a store. When you go to an antique store, you leave your kid running around in the store, it's going to break things. If you leave your kid unintended, we're going to give him a cappuccino and a puppy. You ever heard of that one? No. Imagine a little kid running around with a cappuccino and puppy. I'm not sure I really He's wide up on goofballs. He's got a puppy. He's very excited. No? Picture it, George. Theater of the mind. Weak. Weak. Okay, and then I heard this, and this made me happy, and we might have to get into this once you're done whatever you're eating and drinking over there. Mm. Um, a study in Australia stated that two pints of beer a day will help prevent Alzheimer's. This study was done in a pub by a pub owner. <laughs> I kind of like it. I guess you would. I <laughs> most, do. Men, most men would. I don't think my wife would like it. You know, she's kind of put the. I'm doing it for health. I'm drinking. I don't want to. But... I actually was really good in my rehab. I kind of laid off the suds, and but that's kind of come and gone. Good for you. Uh, what else do I have? So that's those emails. We did that. We talked about that. Oh, I got one. Well, you know, I know uh, our good friend uh, and correspondent can comment on this and maybe some other people. And I'll actually give the email address. Why is it that people in Australia 
have their pinball machines in sheds. I did not know that. Now, I know Grant does. Hmm. And I know there are others because I've heard them talk about their sheds. Now, does a shed mean a game room or is it actual real shed where you put your, your lawn equipment? I don't know. We're going to find out. So, I know, Grant, you listen. I know we have at least one or two other listeners in Australia. So, maybe you can chime in and straighten us out. See, shed could be an Australian term that, you know, how sometimes Grant will say is Australian terms. I go, what does that mean? They have to decifer it. Well, it's like just a don't language. use the one Australian term that most women do not like. And it's an endearing hmm. phrase. Okay. Oh, I think I know. <laughs> Oh, oh, <laughs> that one. okay, that one. Got it. Yeah. Does it end with a T? No, well, not that one. Okay, no, good. it doesn't start <laughs> with a T. No, end with a T. <laughs> yes, it, it ends does. with oh, a T. Oh. It ends with a oh, T. Oh boy, okay, that's okay. Pretty, that'd be pretty and, nice. and I know you're not much of a sports fan, but again, to my our Australian listeners, I actually watched an AFL game. That's Australian Football League. That's a cool game. And if I ever get to Australia, I definitely want to go to one of those games. Talk about athletes. Talk about warriors. Talk about fun. So it's a soccer ball or a football, or neither. It's a. It looks like a football. I don't know if it is a football. And what's the game looks, called? Australian football. Mm. No padding. None. That's pretty sick. <laughs> wow. No, well, it's kind of like rugby, mm. soccer. Basketball, and eh, not hockey because you're not you don't have a stick. It's a, it's a pretty wild game. Anyway, on your own time, watch that. Anyway, other people, I actually found it on Fox Sports One. I had no idea I even got it, but next season I'll be watching. Well, speaking of sports, go Magpies. Go Magpies. Yes. What, oh, is, what is a magpie? What that's one of the teams. Okay. All right. Well. The something magpies. Okay. The mad just, magpies. Maybe they're mad. I just keep thinking heckle and jekyll. Okay. I go with that. I don't know why. I just thought they were, you know, I just picked the team because of the mascot. Okay. A magpie. Well, speaking of sports, sometimes, you know, Maureen and I work late. We're out at a customer's home working on their game. And, you know, it gets to be like 8 o'clock at night. So she doesn't want to make dinner. It's like, well, let's go out. So we go to the local place around here, the local watering hole. They have good dinner there. Go to the bar. And, of course, it's Monday night, this time of year, Monday night football. And they got football all over the screens of the bar. And so and there's no, no one there except for her and I and maybe some of the other people in the, the restaurant. So it's kind of quiet on a Monday night, right? Uh, and $5 burger special, so that's good, too. And good beer. That's cheap. Very cheap on a Monday. So, uh, the, sure, the game's on. And I, so I asked the bartender, yeah, do you mind if I change this? Oh, jeez. And he said, sure, we can put on. I said, uh, can you put on some tennis? So, so he put on tennis, and I watched tennis. So I just can imagine they go in the back room. You can't be with this guy. He just wanted to turn off Monday Night Football. I can't actually believe he changed the channel. <laughs> he did. There must not have been anybody there. Hey, there was nobody there. I watched tennis. So that was fun. Okay. I, I'm going to – I have to retrace. Keith Ellen. Hmm. Single-level game. Bond. Oh. This Bond collector thing that they're coming out with? Yeah. What do you think of that? I haven't really seen the, well, the collector you're not, one. You're, you haven't seen it. Oh, but but the rumor is going to be single level, not like the other ones. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's going to be Quicksilver rethemed. 
Said it's a new game. Oh. Okay. I'd like to see it. Okay. Here comes the big question. We'll have an insider connect. So I who, love that part. So the first one that goes either on Pinside, eBay, name whatever platform. What's it going to go for? How much? The list of the ask or the sell? Well, we'll talk about both. Okay. How much do you think it's going to be to the distributor? Mm. And then how much? Because there's not going to be a list price on this mm. thing. This is like a, a gimme to the distributor. How many, like they, how many are they making? 500. Okay. That, there's a question in that too, but answer the first one. What's the LE going for? Do we know that? 14 grand. Okay. I'd say it is going to go. Uh, no, in- that's what the that's what it costs the consumer. I'm asking you, what is the distributor going to pay for the game? Okay. All right. What are they going to pay for that super duper one? You're mixing and matching. I'm asking right. you, what what is he going to, you know, you get the invoice, Mr. Distributor. Here's mm. how much this game costs. Mr. Elwin's Bond game. Distributor is going to pay probably 14 grand. Low. Really? I think it's going to be 18 to 20 grand. Because do the numbers. You're making 500 of these things, right? Mm-hmm. So at 20 grand, let's just make the math simple. That's $10 million, is it not? Yeah. Okay. It's nice. Nice money. Right. Is that enough money to make on 500 pinball machines? With all the... It sounds like, yeah, you can make them. Yeah, you can pay Keith. Yeah, you can pay, you know, bond people. You know. Electric bills. Whatever yeah, else you, you need. Can, and you kind of come out with some profit. Yeah. What do you think? Plausible. Plausible. But I think that as you go for list price, you're talking, well... Only going to be 500 of them. It's I, James Bond. It's Keith Elwin. I think the, the game's actually going to work out of the box. No way. No, no, that's, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. Well, bite the hand that feeds you. <laughs> well, maybe not. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Truth and advertising. I, I mean, oh, they, they do. So how much is the first is one going to the code complete? You know, that's, I know that's what I would thing. say. I'm going to say to Mr. Consumer, what are you going to pay? Yep. Mr. Consumer is going to pay 22 No way. No. 30 He's going to pay 30 Really? And, I'm and, saying the first ad that comes out. Yeah. First person who gets one want, is going to flip it. He's going to pay 30 k No, the, he's going to sell it. Somebody who buys this thing, they're going to be flippers. Well, I'm saying not everybody's a collector. Not everybody's going to hold right, on right. to it. Right, right. I'm saying when, when I go to the distributor, it's like, yeah, you got 500 made. Uh, put well, me, he might, put, he put, might charge put, 25 put me down. That's what I'm trying to say. Put me down for one. I was going to say like. He ain't going to make four grand. I was he's say, making more than four grand. He might hold on to it for a while. Essac many. He's still got one of those Elvira 40th anniversary things. Yeah. And he's just holding out for the price. Because he knows they kicked the can down the road again. They were supposed to make them next month. They kicked the can down the road and said, well, maybe in 23. And guess what? It's going to be even more money than it is right now. And that already went through a price increase. It's getting... Where have people come... I'd like to know the banks people are robbing. And no one's working. So how does they get? Where's the money coming from? I'm befuddled. So I'm going to say I would think Mr. Customer he's going to pay. I was going to say 20, uh, 24, and then on eBay it's going to go for like thirty, thirty-two. You think more? You think forty? I think I think people are just. I think people are just throwing money out the window. I could right get now. a I could get a brand new bathroom and kitchen. I for could get that a car. Kind of yeah, yeah, exactly. 
I'm looking at their rush game. I have money sitting there, like, you know, between 12 and 15K there that I could just, like, take that and just apply that somewhere else where it can be used. You bought it. I didn't. Fathom. We've talked about the new Fathom. Mm-hmm. And that we'd both like to play it. But I always had a question of how did they re-engineer the drop targets? Now, I only know one person in one place that has one of these games. Okay. It's the Rochester Pinball Collective. That's Bruce, right? That's Bruce Nightingale. Yep. So, I got the bright idea of I'm going to send them an email. Why not? Did you do this already? Yes. Okay, good. It's, a, it's on their latest Slam Tilt podcast. Yep. Ron Hallett and Bruce Nightingale. They read your letter? Sh- they read your letter on that? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, it was great. It was great. So, because I knew what was going to be said. Right. Oh, and yeah. Bruce, I know most, I'm guessing a lot of people who listen to us listen to them as yeah. well. And I knew he was not going to be very good. Did they slam you? Now, no, 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 not me. <laughs> okay. And and I want to put apologies out there. I I love what, what Haggis is doing. Damien, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Marty Robbins, you know, I, I don't want to crap on anybody. If anybody, it's Bruce, and I think he's got a valid argument. So I asked him about, you know, compare and contrast. You know, what's the old one like and the new one? First words out of it's be- I mean, it's beautiful. This is out of who? Who's saying this? This is Bruce Nightingale. Okay. You know, the game is beautiful. Right. You know, yeah. accolades galore. Sure. But, <laughs> but. His word's not mine. It sucks. But it's, but it's, it's, the drop target. It sucks. Now. Wow. Right. Okay. So here's the, here's, I, I, I here, here's the end of the conversation okay. and I'll fill in why yeah. it sucks. At the end of the at the end, and it went for like five minutes. I was pretty happy. I'm like, I can't believe these guys. They have no idea who this is, and it'll obviously get back to them. Oh, they they know it was you emailing them. Oh, I had no idea. Oh wow, I don't oh, think oh, they know who. Oh, I, that's interesting. I mean, even I like though that. I've introduced myself yeah. to Bruce, I mean they know you. Yeah, but I don't think they know me. Okay, I certainly didn't know my email because right. they read it like it was just you know, hey, one of our emails. Wow, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets to the end, and yep. he said. The reason I'm mad is we had it set up at the collective for two weeks. It's been in the back room for seven weeks, not working. Oh, that's not good. He also talked about, and what do they call it? A reset arm? Remember when I was here the last time? The things with the little hook on it? Yeah, yeah. I guess on the inline inline targets Mm -hmm. up on the right-hand side of Fathom, Mm. Are there, you would know this because you own one. Yeah, yeah. Are there mini coils that snap each one of those up? Yes. I know they snap them down. So they're re- they're Whatever. Down. So yeah. the coil yeah, operates. They, yeah. I guess that hook was getting caught somewhere. Okay. And they weren't working. So they had to do some work on it to get it to work. But I guess there are other issues with this game. Mm-hmm. And he put the caveat out there, and I'll give it the break. It was like the third or fourth one ever built. So I guess there's a learning process. But he said, you know, they basically re-engineered those drop targets. 
Oh, the other thing he was saying? The drop targets themselves were wearing out only after two weeks. Wait, what do you mean wearing out? Like, I didn't, like, they like didn't the go ping, into... The ping works coming yeah, off them or you're something? You're going to hear this, so okay. I'm sure we'll hear more as time goes on. But here's the here's the kicker. So, again, I'm bringing up the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. So, remember Grant... Gren. 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 Yes. Glenn. Glenn. <laughs> Glenn Wexler. Glenn Close. He He's the one who chimed in... I don't know about something with I don't even remember, but he's he was on as their guest, so it was kind of funny. And then I learned about Glenn. I had no idea. He's like the podcast master of the universe. He's on other people's podcasts. <coughs> he replies to other people's podcasts. He says he listens to everybody. So I thought we were kind of special. Now I'm not feeling so special. But hello, Glenn. Hi, Glenn. Good to, good to hear from you. Yes. And they both called me. What's this about? Everybody I ever meet, why does everybody have this inclination to call me Jorge? They want to be a little Espanole. I I don't know, because that's... um, That was kind of Italian. What was that accent? Espanol. That was not. uh, That wasn't even close. uh, Okay, I'll try again. (laughs) No, don't, don't, don't. (laughs) Como esta usted? Yeah, okay. Hey, you know what? I had people just pick up my couch of the day, and they mm. came over there. They're from downtown Framingham, so a little bit on the Spanish or Latino side. And usually, if you're Brazilian, you speak Portuguese. And I heard, I heard them talking, and I've taken uh, Spanish from middle school, so I kind of get it, you know, speak a little Spanish. And, uh, you know, they came in there talking. They like, I know what you guys are saying. So I started talking to them back in Spanish. They were like, shocked. And I said, hey, Portuguese? He goes, oh, no, no, Spanish. You go, where are you from? Oh, we're from Uruguay. His name is Uruguay? Is that down south, right? South America? Somewhere down there. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> okay, good. Turn your key, sir. Okay. Very good, sir. So Dave is using the magic hat glass I gave him. My favorite glass, by the way. But I want your reaction. Check this beer out. Rock Fantasy. Is that from New York? Yeah. Oh, is it the arcade with... uh... Yeah. Wow, very cool. He's got his own beer. Equilibrium. I I like it. I love that beer. I like it. I love that beer company. They make some great beer. So, Rock Fantasy, for those of you who don't live in the Northeast. Steve's the guy's name, right? Who runs it? I think it's Steve. Steve something. Yeah, I think you might be right. I went to his arcade. I've never been. I've been there. Never been. I want to go. But he owns, doesn't he do like rock memorabilia? Yeah, he does that stuff. Rock crap. Yeah, rock crap albums. He's got an arcade there, the whole deal. Plus, he's got all the pinball machines. Right. So, Equilibrium Brewery, which is also in Middletown, New York. You're getting a free plug here. They have a beer called Rock Fantasy. My wife went to the beer store. Lo and behold, she comes back with, uh, how is it? It's good. I'm, I only had, Chance only brought two of them home, so I saved one. I was going to save two, but sorry, you that, lost. That's okay. You I, lost. I don't mind a half of one. You lost. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, Captain Fantastic. A lady called me up in, uh, in Lexington. She grew up with this game. 
a child back in 76. They bought a brand. They bought a brand new or maybe a couple months old from an arcade owner they knew. It's actually time. pretty good. It was good. It's very good. Oh, my God. What? I was Irish for a day at Bennigan's. They just closed two of these in New Jersey I just read about. I'm uh, surprised that they're even around. They're anymore. I thought they were right. gone. I think it's the one that used to be around from where I used to work, and it was a good place to go. Oh, yeah. That was Framingham was that one. That was a good place, too. Back in the sorry, arcade days. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, show up at her place. Basically, she wants me to move it from uh, Lexington to, to Pauling, New York. So I said, yeah, sure. And, and uh, But does the game work? Oh, yeah, it kind of works. You know, it works good enough. And I said, so I went there, pick it up, and, and I told it, you know what? This it thing didn't can, work. Not really. It was weak. It was just tired. I said, this game needs some life. So I said, if you have a little money in the budget, we can do that too. So reading the price, the whole thing, brought it up to nice and standard, plays, plays great. Uh, drove out to about a month later or so, drove out to Pauling. Nice property there. Delivered there, set it up. It looks really nice in this new home. And uh, yeah, they already said this thing's never never played this good. So Okay, game number two. Six million dollar man. Six million dollar man. That uh, two guys, you own know, a company called uh, Wicked Healthy down in Kingston, and Kingston, uh, Kingston, Mass. Okay, I would have said Kingston, New York, because oh, you were just that's appalling. true. That's anyway. true. Again, for for people that are in Australia, they're just scratching their head, going, "What the hell are these two blokes talking about?" <laughs> it's all geography, or they or they might be using the c word. They, they probably could. <laughs> it's, it's but that's endearing. Popular, I think Bond. Uses I don't it too. think it is. Does yeah. Bond use it? <laughs> not really. There are so many jokes there right now. We're not going there. You're all about this whole, you know, say what you want, but you know, you do have to put the brakes on at some point. Charlie, it's called a little call. We call back. You know. Innuendo works. Innuendo, certainly innuendo. So uh, yeah, had a six million man and did a work on that. Got that running. Uh, happy with that. So all the people that go in the store get to play that game now, along with another couple of video games they have too. So that was that. That's a quickie story. I bought a play field. I think it was from, Je- you know, world famous Jeff. Just need some flipper work and that kind of thing. I think I bought a fully populated play field. It was roached for 20 bucks. And the only reason I bought it is because those rectangular targets on there, the red ones, I couldn't find them anywhere. So I bought it because I wanted to have some extra targets. And I don't think they've ever reproduced that target. So if you bash one and break it, yeah, good luck. Wow. I have a handful. Again, well, Where'd you nobody, get uh, Steve, right? No, no, no. From that play field, from Jeff. Oh, at, oh, oh. For 20 bucks. I thought it was worth it. I yeah. mean, I got flippers out of it. and Right. But, you know, I'm sure the bumpers were destroyed. There's usually not much there. And if you do... I mean, you must have a box full of them. Bumper bodies, you must have tons of them. Right. I do, too. I got stock, man. Okay. <laughs> Lots of stock. Okay, so... okay. So, so, so that, that, was, that was a quick... So, this takes me to... It was a, it was a quick... It was a quick... That's like, okay. Little, well, well, little we haven't refer. been together, and everybody wants to hear about your exploits. True. So, which one do you want to pick? Uh, El Toro, Who Done It, or Bronco? Let's go Save with... the good one for last. Hmm. Okay, yeah, we'll go. And you got a Simpsons on here. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, it's more of a, it's more of a tech thing. Oh, well, that, they, okay, start there. All right, if I can remember. Hold on. Okay, <laughs> if you need a couple of minutes, don't. <laughs> we'll know. stop the tape. We'll, right, just, okay. True. So which one do you want to talk about? El Toro, 
Oh God, are we so? <laughs> we're very organized. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not. We haven't done one of these in a while. You know, everybody got spoiled. You know, we play podcasts and on I, TV. Wait, let's do yeah. some accolades to our our audience. Sure, folks, thank you. You all loved the Stern games, and I keep thinking. Dave's going through all this rehab crap at his house, so that ain't going to happen anytime soon. But I really want him to set up some other games. Now I got the Jones. I'm like, oh, he's got to get some other Stern games in there. Do you have a Trident? I don't. Oh. Because it's, old, it's a little too old school. That's like I want generation one. I one. want one of them. I've really? changed my mind. Why? How? I don't know. I just think it's a cool looking game. I like the sea creature in there. I think there's a mod for it too. You can make, you can bring it like. Yeah, I don't care about that. That's your game. And if I do that, it's going to John. I'm not even going to give it to you because you have no time. I'll give it to John. He'll do whatever. And you know, I, I promise this. And we we haven't talked about it. I digress again. Those precision flippers. Yeah. You know, everybody started off barking at that guy. And now everybody's kind of cuddling up to them. Interesting. It's, I don't think, I don't think they're half as bad as everybody makes them out to be. I, I, I don't know if their performance better, but I think a lot of people shifted. They were their na- attitude. They were nayers, and now they're yayers. I, I just, you know, it's just like the. I don't want to come back to it. You know, Mister, Mister Blower. That's all he did was bloviate. Really? The guy with the coil fans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Mr. Crap on. I, I want to know. You think think he had some bad blood with Gabe? I it's the only know. thing I could think of. I didn't really read that much into it. It looked like to me he just said, oh, I'm just trying Why to. Why would you crap on it if you're not even going to it? You're not You're not going as a vendor, and you're not going to it as That's a That's true. So, what, so, right, he... so what's in it for him? Nothing. I, I think basically he wanted to play, you know, I'm just want to tell the world here. What, know, what just I, because what he went from one Roach Motel to another? Right. I mean, look. Oh. Everybody's an opinion. Do, I, you know, that's his opinion. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just I just thought it was, I, I just thought, for somebody who owns a company, I'll say it again, just keep your trap shut. I mean, it's just, it, it, yeah, doesn't, do you, it doesn't do you any it, good. That's true, yeah. And I'm bringing it to the surface because I thought it was insulting. And I got the thing, oh, my agent told me I couldn't go. So then I porked him once, and then he came back to me, and I said, well, my agent told me not to say anything else. Just, you know, don't be a, don't be a Richard. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> anyway, El Toro, whodunit, or Bronco? I don't even know what a, what's a Bronco other than a football team. Oh, Bronco. Oh, look at a little Bronco. And a truck. And a truck. You want the really good one? Oh, no, Gwyn's later. Oh, yeah, this was this one. So, Bronco. So, this Bronco, uh, I know you can see the things there, but you would, you know where a Bronco would live, right? Yeah, in a barn. Well, that's where this Bronco lives, in a barn. Oh, God. In an unheated barn, in like a rickety old 1800-something barn. How, that's where it lives. But how many inches of poop were on the there, glass? There was a lot of bat. <laughs> bat guano? Bat guano. Oh, yeah, a lot oh. of that on the top. I do you wear a mask and gloves? You know me, George. You're sitting right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> we, we know the story, well, we'll, don't we? We'll put it this way. <laughs> don't we know the story? What story would that be? <laughs> Which one? Didn't they say that COVID oh, came oh, from... Oh, bat soup. 
Didn't they say that COVID came oh, from a bat? Wow. Oh, how soon they forget. You know what? I can see myself. I'm, at, never I'm, mind. I'm now. I'm God. now inoculated. Now I have to explain. <laughs> now I have to explain the jokes to you. What is wrong with you? I oh, you know what? I didn't no, even no, get you that. Haven't had, a, you haven't had you haven't had good... George as your foil, and yeah. you forget how much fun this is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> bring it right around. Interesting. Yeah, bat to bat, bat soup to bat guana, or guana. So okay, so you're in the barn and in the barn, and, and, and I'm not using my hand. I'm using a you know a rag. Oh, yeah. I'm not touching this stuff. But I'm just. I, I thought you were going to say yeah, and I made Maureen go over there. No, was was she there? Yeah, she was there too. No, it was a nice barn. It was nice. It's uh, it looks very welcoming. You, you have like parties in there and stuff. It's got a little bar, but it's very open and very. Like, there's no horses in there, but it's you know it's uh. So okay, so is there any more than the back guano? That's yeah, all... there is. Yes, yes. So the so the game was was working. I worked on it like about I don't know three years ago, and then three years before that. So this thing's been living there for the past 10, 15 years, and it's doing really well. This freaking Gottlieb, freaking nineteen seventies Gottliebs, they're like you know, it's like the Timex watch Single commercial. Single player, wedgehead. Two-player. Wedgehead. Maybe it's a four-player. Wedgehead. No. No, regular head. No. Okay. No. Okay. So is that the story? Did it work on some of the steppers, and I think a flipper was doing something, but actually the pretty easy one, because I did all the work before, so it's a little, little a PM, just a little PM kind of thing. A little, okay. A little We're moving. mini spot. Moving. What'd you do to Who Done It? The Who Done It. This was another... Yeah, who done this it? is another bargain, was it not? Yes, it was, George. I bought a nice who done it. I didn't think I wanted a who done it until I got a call. Do you said, ever feel bad for Grant or other people around Grant, the world? Grant, I do. When they, yeah. when you hear these insane, what did he tell us? Some some dumb number, some god awful number for some like game that doesn't. Four times the price yeah. of what I would buy. Well, maybe for. the Aussie dollar and American dollar are on par. I don't care. Are they parody? You know, no, they're not. But it doesn't. It's just gross. It's like half a lung in your foot, and yeah, we'll give you the pinball machine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. I'm guessing kidneys probably are pretty plentiful uh, over in Aussie land. They're selling them, yeah, or I'm something's sure happening, they, or yeah, loaning them. I'm sure. This guy called me with uh, Who Done It. I said, I didn't think I wanted one. I said, but for the right price, I'd, because uh, I think he's, yeah, he's moving, or he's moving something. He's doing something with downsizing or something. So it was there. And they said, oh, it's going to be a good price. And so we just kind of negotiated, and I, and I got it for a nice price. I, I didn't take it. I didn't give, you know, you didn't give it away. But I definitely got a— So uh, you left the six guns at home. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because this was a really nice game. It's actually the newest game besides Rush I have right now, 1995, Who Done It? Very nicely polished game. And I think— Is that true? Yeah. Who Done It? No, no. You don't own a game beyond 1995? Just just Rush. This is the newest game I have besides that game. Oh, yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, I just yeah. I never thought about it either. I just did recently. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned El Toro to me, mm. and I immediately said, I remember playing that. And what was your reply? I think it was, why? I said, I said why? Why? Was, why would you play El I Toro? Told, and I told you, because back when I played, it was a dime. And that you could that play. That wasn't a dime. It's always been a quarter. I don't think they had dime for Dude. that one. When it. I'll never forget it, when one of the one of the quarter games was roller coaster. Yeah, I remember that. That one. was a another, another that was seventy five. Another snore. That's another snore fest. That's a cool game. Yeah, but it's stupid. You get the stupid ramps right. there. But and I they think don't that was anything. a dime too. So okay. we used to play that. But For when dime. they went, when Bally went 
to uh, eight ball because that was a big game. It went to a quarter. And that was a big deal. But you could play two and a half games, you know, on the older games. You could get your dollar to go farther. I mean, back then, here's a buck. You had to make that buck go. And I wasn't a really good player, so that buck went quick. Ten cents a play went a little bit farther than 25 cents Oh, a play. yeah, definitely. I used to play playing those arcades, too. They're still at a dime, yeah, diamond a I'm a little older. Yeah. You know, they don't want to hear this. We've, they... They know this, George. They know this. They know. Okay, so, so, so you do that. So, what'd you do to El Toro? Anything? So this one here, uh, yeah, he's this guy. He, uh, Is he this had another one. game that you caught in a basket. Yes, basket. Oh God! Another one. You know, it's a three-point land, George. They hate. They hate. <laughs> they, our audience hates you. But you know what? The hero's sick was. It was a free El Toro, and it it's in really it's in nice shape. It's like yeah, because many people played it. Well, you know? what did you call it? El Snoro. El Boro. <laughs> oh, I thought you called it El Snoro. <laughs> but you know, it's like with anything else. There's always a game. There's always a person. There's always someone that loves something you don't think is what you wouldn't play. You know, so there's always a lover of this stuff out there somewhere. So I, I said, I was hemming and hawing. Should I go? Is it worth my time to pick this up? Even though it's zero. That You know what though? I felt bad for El Toro. So because I felt bad for it, I went to pick it up to save it. It was going to go in this freaking snap, in the freaking dumpster. You yeah, know. you don't want to see that. I don't that. want to see I mean, that. It's a pretty good game. Was okay. Let's yeah, no, it's okay. Like, yeah, so it, it's gonna so. clean, it's gonna clean up really nice. And I, and I already have it. I already have it pre-sold. It's already oh, sold. Okay, so it's awesome. Okay, so we, we come. Is there any more on El Toro? You know, people are sick of you getting. Well, I mean, not that you don't earn it, but <laughs> but <laughs> but there are people out there that just spent fifteen thousand know dollars on a game, and here, you're catching them. Here, you're just like. Yeah, you know, another week at the office. Here's here's why. You know, I, I think this... Oh, what? It's your dynamic personality? So, no, and... no, no. I, I think it's... Well, that helps too, but no, you're it's... Not, you're not going to go into this whole web thing again, are you? No, web. I, what kind of web? Uh, the last time we got together, all you were like, I got to maximize my website. You know, I'm not... Oh, gonna, no, no. I get no, that. No, so... Yeah, I get it. No, no, that's good. No, I get that under control. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Okay, well, from... A podcast standpoint, right? From a personal standpoint, okay. I remember. I'm seeing. I'm talking to. I gotta talk loud. There, right? Oh, they hate that too, George. Oh, oh I know. All of a sudden, their earbuds pop out of Sorry, their ears. Sorry, Marston. Oh, a lot of people. No. <laughs> you know, though, we should advertise the latest uh, advertiser on our show is the uh, Hearing Aid Foundation. Because <laughs> screw that, I'll just buy into the company and put the ad out there. <laughs> Built-in audience. And so the last thing on the on the agenda here. Oh, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Oh, where, no, you where, got, so wait, you I, still I, at El Toro? No, we had some kind of story that was going. There. We kind of got lost somewhere. I was going to give an answer, but I forgot how it was. I even forgot where we were. Darn it! I have to rewind my tape. Oh. Uh, Sorry. The audience knows right now. They're shouting it out. Hey, pick me! Oh, hey, we'll look later. We'll find it. I've uh, actually gotten better at going back and you know what, writing really, things that we didn't do right. Or I will say, George, case in point, that's really good beer. <laughs> yeah. I have more. Um, so let's... Oh, what, wait, hold on. Oh, One more thing, sir. One more thing. So the who done it game. I didn't finish that story. Okay, That story there got it for a really nice price. I was plenty surprised the game actually worked. You just had a just failure on it or whatever. No problem. Fixed the board. Got it working. And it's a clean example. Cabinet, everything on it. Really nice. So I bought it to sort of rescue that one too. I knew that was going to be, you know, worth something down the road. I was going to restore it for me. 
And I still am going to restore it. I'm going to make a really nice copy of this. I'm going to do all kinds of cool stuff. Like put a, a real taxi cab. I bought a die-cast 143 size uh, taxi cab, a yellow checker cab, and from this place called diecast.com, I think. And that's going to go in the game as my little toy. I'm going to actually... Uh, I actually bought some What's other. What's wrong with you? I bought some lights. I bought some special. Rush has gotten to you. What is, stop it with the toys and guess, the mods and the. No, pinball is all about toys and toppers, George. I've, okay, okay, I've, I've okay. seen so the light. I'm going to give I've you my topper for El Toro. Okay. Go, <laughs> go to Texas. Get a big set of those Texas Longhorns and mount them on the frick of the back box. Yeah. And if you really want to get <laughs> I like sick, it. maybe you put it. Two red LEDs on the tips so they light up or something. Stop. I should have done what Zach Manning, he comes up again. You know when, what, though? When, when he was just professing, hey, you should buy all these toppers, I should have. I just should have listened to him. I should have just sent him a check and said, you know what, Zach, just pack the box and send me some stuff. I would have made like two or three times my money. People are retarded for this stuff. You included. <laughs> well, speaking of El Toro and a mod, and like you just said, that's a great point. I have a friend of mine's father who died as a big, uh, big gun guy, shooting stuff out in the woods and eating the stuff and mounting all the horns that were in his in his game room. And I was trying to give all the stuff away, and I said, I never really thought of a need for one. It's like El Toro. They get some real stuff I could put on top <laughs> of this game. And you know where this game's going to go? It's already pre-sold. It's going to go to a. Um, uh, this veteran. A rich Texas businessman? No. Better, George. A veteran outreach a center. A rich internet businessman? No. A veteran outreach center. It's very nice. A veteran outreach center. Okay. Yeah, they're going to play it there? Oh, yeah. Oh, you got to... Uh, anyway. Okay. I'm talking oh. soft again. Oh, you know what? That's going to kick back again. Okay. We're, we're going to weave back again. I just mm-hmm. remembered what we forgot to say. Now, now, the other thing I didn't say, forget finally. to say it. You did. Well, I know I did. But you were listening, but you couldn't bring me back. Usually you got to say, I was saying I this. only half listened, okay. remember? <laughs> okay, now I'm getting it. So, anyway, why I have the basket underneath me, I'm catching these games for either zero money or very or you know very fair price money for me anyway, with low price. You know, you got to you gotta work these things up and spend more money and time and labor on to get them nice. Everybody but anyway, knows. But, you know. So, was by me going out and um, I try to put good vibes out there when I'm, when I'm working on the machine when I'm dealing with people I'm trying to put out you know a nice you know everybody have a nice day it's very you know I'm a thankful spirit out there I try to go and so by doing that putting this good into the world I think kind of a karmically kind of deal I think that's why the pill machines fall into the little baskets for me I think when you put good out there you get good back so George Warren and I are coming back from Maine on uh, a couple weekends ago and we picked up this game, uh, 1975, Old Chicago. Now, I was not in the market for an Old Chicago, but I did recently see Eric Stone uh, warring on it with some other players, probably a couple of years ago, but it was on YouTube. And it looked interesting. It's like, I liked how they were playing it. So it's like, oh, you know, I'll pick it up. So this lady called me up. She had it. Um, can you come get it? And so I'm not looking for anything. I just wanted to go to a good home. Like you said before, George, just hold out the basket. It's one of those hold out the basket yeah, things. Yeah, uh, you know, our, our audience is getting sick of this. <laughs> I mean, come up with, no, never mind. I'm not even going to give you. <laughs> so, just continue. So, so we go over there, you know, on the way back home. It, it's in Atkinson, New Hampshire. 
and uh, which will play an important role in the story. Atkinson, New Hampshire. It's a, it's a key I can't thing. imagine it's a, why, a little for, foreshadow. I know where it is. Okay. Just go ahead. Okay. So, uh, yeah, just come get it. There's no, there's, uh, the glass has been long gone on it, but the back glass is nice and the play field is nice. And I'm not sure if it works, but I've had, and I said, well, give me the story to it. What's going on with it? There's, no, this is still email before we got them. Give me a little backstory. Well, I've, I've had it here for a little over 20 years, and it was my, uh, my deceased fiance's game. And I've just had it here since. And he died back in... You and these death pinballs. Didn't we just have the drunk brother? Yeah. Right? Another one. Right. Yeah, true. That's true. Yeah. They, get, they pass them on to me. I'm, I'm kind of the uh, repository of... Uh, I don't know. So people out there, if you're looking for pinball machines, just, you know, watch the obituaries. Yeah. And just call people <laughs> call up people and up. say, yeah. do you have any pinball machines? It's going to work out that well, but <laughs> you could do that. So... Well, my the the guy who owns the funeral home in in my town, mm. he's actually a pinball collector. Oh well, maybe, maybe that's why he probably got all these games from that. You know, I never asked him that. I bet you that's what happened. <laughs> these poor <laughs> that's widows. Something you really, that's something you really talk about when you're at the funeral. Although we did have a long discussion about pinball. See, at the funeral there you go. I'm sure he talked to all these widows and so forth. And oh, I got my. Yeah, he's first in. I never My thought about. That. I never thought about that. There you go. That's. I bet you there's a story there. So you're the. So you're the. Uh, the, the pinball grim, grim reaper. I guess so. <laughs> I, yeah, I come to collect. <laughs> so <laughs> instead of collecting souls, I'm collecting uh, pinball machines. So uh, said, so yeah, you know, he, he died back in 2008, and I have it, and I don't no room for it or whatever. So okay, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll come get it. You know, not that I wanted one of these things, but yeah, you know, I, I'll I'll work on. I'll, I'll just I'll be like Indiana Jones and you know wheel it in the big warehouse in the back there, hopefully to be seen at some point. So we show up there, garage is open, pull there, game sitting there, uh, apart, head, uh, body on legs and so forth. Talking to her a little bit, uh, it's her and her mother. They're about yeah, she's like around and she's in her sixties. The the, uh, the ex fiance or the fiance there. The fiance that never, you know, tragic story. Um, and this is the game we're talking more. And I said, yeah, so tell me a little bit more about the game. Well, and, and uh, well, it's, it's um, my fiance, he was in a band, you know, years ago. And uh, all the band members back in the, in the, around the, when this game was made, I think, this, I think this game was made in 76. Uh, they just had a, a hit album and the, producers of the album wanted to each give them each of the members a pinball machine they all got an old chicago since that was a brand new game from valley at that time frame so they gave them all a game in this band do you know the band name oh you'll know the name in a second everyone's gonna know the name in a second <laughs> so then i'm looking up i think i know who it is but go really? ahead okay so then i'm looking up over the game in the garage there's a picture of the band playing live, you know, a live shot of the Now, have you concert. seen this band live? I have, but in a later incursion of this band, probably about five or six years ago. Okay, go ahead. Okay. That is maybe only maybe one original member was in there, possibly, I think. So, uh, so yeah, that's my, that's my fiancé up there, the lead singer. I know who it is. You do? Well, because I live in the area, okay, so okay. they have a okay. they have a uh, concert in his memory every year. Oh wow! Okay, um, it was the lead singer. Yep. Um, it was the 
hugest album when I went to college in 1976. Okay, you're yeah, you're getting it. Yes, it's named after a famous city that, in Massachusetts. That's correct. Yep, yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah, look at Go that. Go ahead. Tell us who it is. So look up there. Concert photo above the above the game is the band Boston. The lead singer Brad Delp. The fiance. Well, I was just talking to right there. She was a fiance, Brad Delp. And there you go. So I got so, the... so to give this game some prominence. Yes. Prominence? Whatever. Whatever the right word is. Do you have a picture of him playing this game? I do not have that. Okay. I do not have that. But once I'm going to restore this game up, might keep it for a while, but when I do sell it, I'll basically going to have it as Brad Delp's game. Um, and I can say any questions you can call her you know I, I, you know or, or email her or whatever and she'll tell you but if you look up uh, a picture of brad delp on the internet there's lots of pictures of her and him together as a couple right but i'm saying what person. makes what would make that game famous yeah as if he's playing it is if right if yeah. you had a picture of him playing it yeah i get maybe oh I'll, let's anybody have that picture yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'll have to look oh I'll we to, have a lot of people who i'll have to search for that we have a lot of people who listen locally. We have a lot of people listening all over the world, but yeah, that's a good, I, I kind of, I knew, kind of knew you were going to go there with this story, but that's a good one. Now, you know, the rest of the story. So let me tell you about this Phoenix that just came in. We're going to, uh, that's Williams. That's Williams Phoenix. And do you know anything about it? No, you don't have to look it up. Tell the story. I'll look it up. All right, you look it up. Late 70s, 77, something like that. So after working on many, many of these classic Williams games, they all suffer from the same thing. They're actually, they're, they're decently. That they suck? No, they're decently built games, <laughs> but they just, they're just missing a couple pieces. In, in that the, they're really crappy to repair? They are, unless you bulletproof them. You can, we can rebuild and make it better Do than she was. Do we have a third? A third Going one. once? I gave you two reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm a jerk. You, you know... I'm I'm telling you, some of these Williams yeah, you games. You can tell me if, anything if, you want. If you if you actually, if you make them nice, like I'm going to make this Phoenix, and I also have another. I have a lot of Williams games in. I've worked on a lot. I've learned a lot. And there's some things in there you definitely got to do with these games, and you can just bring them right back to playing as good as new, if not better. You know, like the uh, Phoenix I have in here, a World Cup. It's got a Gorgar in here. Okay, first off, and I got a black. There's, there's nothing bad about this game. It's got drop targets, and it's got a spinner. And it's got a real spinner, not a crappy spinner. And then it's got those two targets in the middle by the bumper. That's unique. That looks like death on two wheels. Okay. Metal, metal uh, Italian uh, bottoms. I like that, like on Embryon. All stainless steel. Yep. Right, the lane guides, right? That's, that's like on, on high speed and the rest of them. Okay, yeah. so... Okay. That's a lot of yellow. A lot of yellow. <laughs> Go ahead. So what I'm going to do with this game is replay the drop targets, and these games are always piss poor. We're they, back to the drop target thing. Yeah. Williams drop targets back. They use a horseshoe a horseshoe um, actuator and just flowing along the backside of a couple of a Bakelite thing with some metal strips on it to make contact as it slides down all the way to the bottom then does a different signal so it knows where it is when it goes up or down and in between and scoring and 
just way too complex for the for what your the description doesn't even. I can't even figure out what that is from your description, but really, it's a horseshoe contest. No, I know what a horseshoe is, and I know what bakelite is, but I just can't picture what that is. Uh, well, a, a, the the drop a drop target. A drop target is a, a piece of plastic. Let's okay. say a plastic drop target. Okay. Okay. And on the back of that plastic drop target, there's a little circuit board, a flat circuit board that has, um, you know, a, a printed out thing of like some contact points. And as this, as this horseshoe, when you hit the drop target down, the Makes horseshoe contact. slides down. It's going beep. Sounds beep, complicated. Beep. Sounds oh, yeah. Rube Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. It works when it works. It works great. So but I wasn't wrong when I said piece of crap. Yeah. Yeah, they have hmm. some piece of crap, but you can make them better. So what we do. We go go to that uh, magnetic reed switch situation. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, the but best, people, best invention ever. But I ever. still want to know. Right. But awesome. why are they so expensive? Well, let's see. Other why. than I know something you don't know. There's that. Okay. Well, you get paid for that. <laughs> so you get paid for that. I don't mind paying for that. No. I. I hey, hats off. I made the suggestion. Thanks for making them. I made the suggestion on a Matahari, and I almost got my head bit off. You want it for a Matahari? No. The two lanes on the right-hand side that go over those uh, triangle... Ski jump? No. Evil Knievel? No, no. On the right-hand side, the two lanes. Yeah. You could go up, you can go back. Yeah, sure. But if you put magnet, that thing would work no matter what. Magnets for do what? The magnetic reed switches instead of the regular switches that are in there. Oh, instead of the AB. Right. Well, how? Could they work anyway? They work all the time. Yeah, they work, but... I don't know. I'm just a jerk, you know. <laughs> At forty bucks a whack, I'm rolling the spend eighty. Well, you know what? You could have CPR remake the whole game, have no switch cutouts there, and just have it underneath the underneath. It'd the, be great. I yeah. think it would be great to be have no, them no, on everything. Yeah. Right. It would Never, know. It would know where things I put are. You out of business, but uh, you know what? Well, you get the original installation, hey, and they get a big bill. Here's what I don't get: Why don't Stern and the rest of these new manufacturers do that? Why don't they have magnetic well, why reeds are they everywhere? forty bucks? It's a hunk of plastic with a magnet in it and two wires coming out. Well, it's come a little on. bit in, inflated. I, 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 come on. But still. Come on. Why don't any come manufacturer on. do that? The only ones that did it was Star Trek Next Generation of Williams in the 90s. And I still think pinball's best years were 70s through the 90s. You're going down the rabbit hole. I'm going to introduce something that you probably haven't thought of. What's that? Who, what's the name of the company that we bought these things from? Whoever they are. We'll think about it later. What if they made a magnetic reed switch for a spinner? Yeah, why not? Sure. It's coming, I'm sure, at some point. That spin too much. Some people don't like when it spins too much, George. They're they're spin haters. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Show and tell. You done? You done? I'm done with which? We don't know. <laughs> this Williams Phoenix thing you're talking oh, about. Oh, no, not done yet. I'm almost done. Oh, I just did the drop target part. So that, that, that misses switch. Or... I, apo- I apologize. I apologize to our listeners. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't record for six weeks. And so what you do is you take this. You get stupid is what you do. You take these, tiny, these uh, neodymium magnets, these little small little guys, and you glue them to the back of the drop target. You install a brand new PCB thing with the little magnetic things on there. When those targets drop, bang, they drop down yeah, hard. Yeah, Harry homeowners all over this. Oh, drop down hard, awesome, it, 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 and no sticky drop target in the middle, none of that crap, no, no scoring forever and ever. Makes the score, does, it, does its job the right way, the way it's supposed to be. It's actually, 
It works better than even valley drop targets or stern drop targets because it's all Ooh, magnetic. Sacrilege. Woo. Yep. Okay. But I still like stern now valley drop targets done? better. Now are you done? No. I haven't even begun to fight. Oh, come on. Just a couple more. I, I get even, These people want tech tips. I'm going to give them some. You know, they, they, they paid their money. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Did they pay their money, George? No, no one paid their money. (laughs) You know that's like the gigantic controversy, don't you? No, I don't. Oh, come on. I don't. Oh, that's a good lead-in. There's like this podcasting war now of, should we start a Patreon page? Would people actually pay to hear this crap? I'm not going to steal it from Bruce Nightingale. He, He wins. He's like, in the only way he could say it, expletive, expletive, expletive. We're never, ever going to take money. We're just going to do our content. I agree. Amen. This is a hobby. We don't ask you to listen. On top of that. Um, but I, but people are starting to put up Patreon pages. And people are getting pissed. Could it be Patreon has some dark stuff in their no, closet? No, it's just... I'm People just, are greedy. I'm, Everybody's all Patreon, bummed out about Canada. Patreon sucks. Canada, Canada, whatever the hell's Patreon name is. Patreon sucks. Whatever. Who cares? Look it up. Look up their dark. This is Who dark cares? Crap. I, mean, I like getting... Canada, just keep putting out some free crap, and I'll listen to it, and I'll plug you. And I'll and I'll take it filtered through George and, uh, and Grant. Yeah, Grant's been really good about it. They can it. filter it. Anyway. Are you ready? Are, little... are you done with this Phoenix thing? Because I want to go to the show and tell. Okay. I've been I've been chomping at the we are so champing close. at the bit, not chomping, folks. It's champ. Like I am the champion. Next show. Wasn't a Bond girl chomp? No. Next show. I didn't I didn't <laughs> see this on cable before. I don't know what you just said, but I'm going to yeah, cringe a when a Bond hear girl it. chomp. It's oh like, no, chew me. It's like chew, but it's also chew chomp me. and chomp. Chomp, that's her, chomp that's her me? sister, chomp, chomp and chew. <laughs> <laughs> I have a name, but I We too low? Something no, wrong. No, it starts with a rug. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't. I can't. Yes, you can. I can't no, yeah, I'm I'm not speech. I don't have to. I don't have to. That's the best part about it. All I have to do is say it and everybody goes right there. <laughs> this is too long. Nah. Would you please grab whatever that bottle is oh, yeah. over there, and can we do show and tell? Because I have a really good show and tell. Oh, biting at the bit. And I don't know what he's going to show me. You know, we always f this up because I should have you taste this for. Yeah, you know what? This week I want to know what it is before I taste it. You're gonna like it. It's not like li- it's no liquor. I'll, I'll give you that. Is it cherry? No. Is it maple syrup? Maybe. Is it boysenberry? No. It looks okay. like cough syrup. You're not going to poison me, are you? Yeah, try, try that. Try that. It looks try, like freaking... Try that and let me know if that's the best syrup you've ever had. Best maple syrup. Yeah, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's crack. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tree juice. Yeah. Bourbon... Ba- oh, my Lord. <laughs> wow. Where are the... Was this at the garlic? The garlic with... festival in uh, Tree. Oh, okay, I gotta plug this. <laughs> God, I'll tell you where the winner is with this. If you can combine this with some kind of alcohol, oh my God, you've got like the most incredible shot in the world. Tree juice maple syrup is made in the Catskill Mountains of New York. 
We age our pure maple syrup in oak bourbon barrels. <laughs> There's no if. Oh, there is a website. It's just what you would think. TreeJuiceMapleSyrup.com. Oh my God, we're handing out the place. That is awesome. And that, oh and my. So he had all these different flavors. It's called Tree Juice at the, at the fair at the festival, and they, were, they had vanilla, they had blue. Now, did they get, now taste test? Oh, okay. Winner, 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 chicken. Winner. Nobody walk. Nobody walks away. Without no, nobody walks away. Nope, nobody, nobody walks, walks away. away without it. How nope. much for that? Uh, ten eight, bucks. Eight bucks. Makes you feel good. Yeah, makes you, yeah, exactly. Right. It's yeah. not ten. No, it's not ten. It's eight. It's eight. Right. It's, like it's not five. Right. It's not ten. Right. So they had uh, all these different flavors. They even had whiskey one. I tried them all. They all were like good. Yeah. That's, yeah. As soon as I hit this one, so we, I said, well, first so I said, we tell me. So we pour that on pancakes? Well, first, holy, first I said, what about this one? I didn't try it yet. And he says, oh. I said, he said, that, he, that guy, this is my favorite. I, I put that instead of sugar, put banana bread, put that in instead of sugar. Put this stuff in there. He said banana bread is fantastic. Show- when Janice comes back, give her a taste okay. of that. <laughs> What's more? Because she's no, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. That's in that ta- that, is that, some... that tree sh- tree crack. What's it called? Tree crack. <laughs> tree crack. Yeah, it's just called tree crack. It's called tree juice. And I was kind of I was skeptical. Okay, first. so you so you eclipsed me. Sorry, Scott and Christy. Sorry, <laughs> I can't compete with tree juice. But Dave's going to be very happy. All right. So. Scott and Christy from near Rochester, New York, who we met when we Ohio, were right? in Ohio. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. You're, yeah. I'm right there. You're, you're, I'm there. Along. you're there. You're there. You're there. They finally sent, because I lapsed in not sending them my address because I wanted to surprise you, they sent me something. So here, George, let me know if you like this design. I can change and or make some more if you'd like. Keep up the awesome podcast. Say hello to the doctor for me. Take care, Scott. Nice. So, Scott and Christy. A handwritten letter. That is so nice. So, there you go. Oh, wow. Looks nice. Very nice, guys. There you go. Yeah. So, basically, Dave had a logo in mind, and Scott reproduced it in a sticker. Scott sent me the... Yeah, He sent me uh, the link so you can... I guess that all comes off. It's there's no backing. It's all individual. The letters and the microphone. Okay. You understand, right? It's not yeah. one complete sticker. Yeah, it's all everything one, is individual. One, one, Every letter yeah. is individual. So you print so, some print shop or something. Is that what you do? Again, Scott, I knew this was coming because I don't know the answer. <laughs> I don't know how we made these. He must have software. He's smarter than he's smarter than you and me. How's that? I don't yeah. know how he did it. it but it looks good. It looks I mean, great. it's. Exactly what you, yeah. Like what? you must have showed him. Did you show him this? You must have. I must have showed him. I think I did. either that or you talked yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, I did talk about that. I wanted that there. Either he's really smart, or he's have. very telepathic. Yeah, a little and both. that's scary. And that's scary. Now, love- now he. Oh, I'm gonna put the shout out and see if he if he bites. You know that Christy, and he. Have a new game. See how astute you are in remembering. As, I know. as of Ohio show. It had not come in yet. Okay. They were waiting for it. Waiting for it. This is a tease. I'm going to give you a hint. It's a tease. Okay. Oh, tease. Okay. For our next show. Oh, okay. I know what it is then. I got it. What I is remember. it? Halloween. There you go. Yep. 
They, don't say don't say anything. I won't say anything. I will say we played. We're gonna, we, we're gonna we, talk about it. We played it. In we're Ohio. gonna talk about it. So it was in Ohio. You gotta listen to our next show. Yep. We're gonna do horror show too. The ins and outs and horrors of these games. I, Some are I have horrible. no idea what it's gonna be, <laughs> but we'll we'll put it together. Okay, so that's my show and tell. You get to the underbelly. Of we're done. We're done. This we're way too verbose this week. Do you have anything to say to close out the show? Bill Davis, where are you? <laughs> Call in. <laughs> I, I'll get your reaction. All right. I will put this at the end of the show again. Where is it? Right here. Okay. Have you heard this clip? I might have to edit this out and yeah. insert it again, but listen. That's Janice's hair dryer, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I saw this. I saw this a couple of days ago. It's fantastic. It's like, the guy, you know, he, he gotta, he's got to be acting. He can't he, count. He, no, he's got to be an actor. He can't he, count. He's an actor. He's a puppet, man. He's no way he's that dumb. Come on. If he was that dumb, they'd yank him off stage. They're letting him sit out there and do Isn't that. Is that funny? It's, oh, boy. It, it can go deep, George. If you said it or I said it, it would not nearly have the impact. Anyway. It makes people, you know what? It makes people not fearful at all. We can totally, oh, uh, we can totally trust uh, the guy okay. in charge. Off the soapbox. <laughs> Off the soapbox. Someone wants us in fear all the time, George. I don't know. I'm going to go the other way. I'm not in fear. Gonna, anyway, close out. I'm going to be in Say, good, say goodness, goodbye. Say goodness, thank you. Say tree juice. Love goodness, love goodness and good light out there. That's what I say. Tree juice. And tree uh, juice. There's, there's jokes in that, too, that I can't. There are some we're jokes not there. I, I was thinking no of going more. there at some point. You no. know, we'll think about that. No. Nope. You know? Next show. We have a lot of good stuff next show. I have I have some games I didn't get to talk about this show, but next show, there'll be some nice stories in, on those games and so forth. Anyway, George, where were we? Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Turn it off. That was just on again. Turn it off. I watched it again. <laughs> what, that one? It was on again. That was on again. <laughs> you know what? I've never even seen that movie yet. I've just seen Oh, come clips. on. No, I have not seen I've that watched movie. it like three times now. Wow. I watched for that particular <laughs> part. Yeah. <laughs> What, what's, it, what's it called? Something about baby, making the bomb. Baby Jane. No, no. I don't even know the name of the. No, he's not. Not that's the that's George C. Scott in doing yeah, and Peter how, I, how I love the bomber. Right. That's not the turn it off one. Yes, it is. He didn't say turn it off there. Yes, he did. Well, if he does, he does it even. The other one is even worse. He's watching. He's watching his daughter. Oh no, no, no! You're right. His daughter's in a porn. He's watching and then trying to freaking find out who's oh, making his daughter in porn. Oh, you're right. Oh, I got to cut all this out. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking stupid. Anyway, say goodbye. <laughs> Dave. Hi, Dave Marston. <laughs> oh God. You're right about George. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> too much anesthesia. <laughs> Just. All right. Good night. Everybody, good thanks night. for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> good night, Gracie. Good, good, good night, night. Good night, Irene. Everybody, be well and be safer. The Pinball Podcast episode, I don't know, 93, 94. We're getting close. You know, I'd say moderate your safe and be a little adventurous. I would That's say moderate saying. your intake. I would say. <laughs>
I'd say, go go for it and get it out there. I'm gonna no one's going to do it for you. you. Be quiet. I'm going to get in trouble when she comes home. So be quiet. <laughs> okay. okay. You're in trouble. Goodbye. Jordan Trouble. Good night. Good night, everybody, and have a great day. And David, what have you been doing? <laughs> yep, hanging out with George. Anyway, yep. again, the Classic Pinball Podcast. My name is George. His name is Dave, and uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Peace. Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> oh, boy. This is going to be an editing nightmare. Turn it off. Turn it off. machine restored.